there's one thing that I know is true. Never dim your light. Shine it so freaking bright. Because you, my gorgeous soul, are unique. Your story is unique. Your passion is unique. Your business is unique. And your brand is unique. So, right here on the Magnetic Brand Builders Podcast, I want to ensure that you never dim your light and you will always shine it bright. I'm here to bring you conversations, ideas and inspirations around building a magnetic brand which creates connection and trust within your community. Hey look, I have a no bullshit approach to helping you own your story, which is your superpower. Showing up with confidence on camera and being more awesome than you already are for the people that you are trying to connect with, that's what I'm about. I have over 17 years of brand, marketing and business experience, so I'm here for the long haul here to help you build a solid foundation for your freaking amazing brand. So hang on tight. We are going to learn some sensational stuff here at the Magnetic Brand Builders Podcast. Welcome to the Monday Munchies, where today we are going to gobble up some delicious bite-sized actionable things that you can do for your business today. And those things are all about email lists, because there's one thing that if I know about uh, marketing in general, email lists was actually the one of the last things I actually decided to focus on, which is being a bit of a silly billy, to be perfectly honest. But you know what? We learn these things in business, and that is why I'm here on the Brand Builders Podcast to ensure that I can instill some wisdom in what I've learned in my time from my mentors, from my coaches, from other business leaders, and also just my own process and what I've been able to learn, discover and share with my community having an email list. Now, you may or may not have heard people say that you need an email list. And I got a question that someone sent me that said, so I need an email list. And I was like, yeah, yeah, we do need an email list because it's such an important part of our business. And the really tricky thing is, and what I want to kind of make clear to you is so many marketing experts and all the all the people doing all the biz do say a lot about email marketing, how important it is. And for me personally, and I don't know about you, and I'm going to be brutally honest here because let's face it, I, I wouldn't be me if I wasn't. When it comes to email marketing, I often get emails from people that I've subscribed to and think, oh, just stop sending me goddamn emails, right? So there is an influx of emails that I know can get frustrating and annoying. So there is this fine line when it comes to email marketing between being annoying and actually serving your community in a way that is authentic and real. So there's a few different, I don't know, maybe clauses that I want to talk about in terms of if you are just creating an email list for the sake of having hundred odd people on that email list or thousands of people on that email list, and you just want to build that number and just keep kind of turning up because you think you have to and turning up without value, it's the same thing as social media. Like if you're turning up on social media without adding value, without sharing with your community, without building that know, like, and trust, then people are either going to stop following you or they're not going to follow you in the first place. So when it comes to email marketing, that is a far more, um, not ingrained, a far more personal experience for people to have with you because you're actually talking directly to them. And, And this is kind of where the crossroads comes to. Like there's this one pool of thought where you don't own social media. Like I don't own my social media following. And if Instagram stopped tomorrow, I'd lose all my people. And if TikTok shut down tomorrow, I'd lose all my people. But 
I wouldn't lose them all because I've got an email list that I'm slowly building. And yes, do I wish I'd started earlier? Absolutely. However, in business, we learn as we go and we add these things into our business as we learn and understand and build our knowledge and build our ability to add credible information and credible knowledge to our community and and build that authority. So when it comes to email marketing, it's something that, yes, it needs to be part of your marketing strategy, but I don't want you to just add email marketing because you think, oh, everyone's telling me email marketing, we need to do this because there still is a formula that goes along with it. Because Me personally, I don't love creating emails for my community all the time because I know as somebody in many communities, every time an email pops up from some of the communities I'm with, I'm either like, who are you? Or unsubscribe. Or sometimes I think, you know what? I can't be bothered. It'll just go there. Or there are some people that come into my inbox and I think, oh, yay. I either read it and I consume it or I just kind of leave it there for when I'm ready to consume it. So for me personally, this is where the honesty comes forward and and I may lose you here and that's okay, or I may gain your trust even more. And and either way, I need to be honest with you because I don't want to bullshit you because I don't feel like this is a space for that to happen. And as a coach, I would never do that. But what I will do is, is really instill with you that your email list is incredibly important, but it's only important if you treat it with the value that it has, because it's a really intimate thing. Because when somebody is going from who the hell is this in my emails and ignoring it or unsubscribing it to all of a sudden going, oh, I don't have time to read that, but I'm going to save it. I'm not going to unsubscribe because I really like their content. It just reminds me that they're still in my ecosystem and that every so often you will provide value to them or you will provide something that they're like, oh, that's a freebie or oh, they've got something on the offer right now. And you read further into it and you're either ready to be like, you know what? I listen to their podcast all the time. I absolutely love them. Whatever they're selling, I'm here for it. Or it might be, wow, this looks really interesting. They get more into it. They become part of your ecosystem and it goes on. So there is a balance when it comes to email marketing in terms of ensuring that you really do provide value and you are not just thinking, oh, you know what, every week I need to show up in the inbox because all the gurus out there are telling me every week, do it every week, be consistent. Because yes, I do think you need to be consistent because there is nothing worse than when you don't hear from anybody, see from anybody, and then just rock up in their email system trying to sell something. That's the last thing we want because that's my, that, that does make selling icky. However, if you are turning up all the time on your socials and you're talking about things and you're creating that ecosystem and then somebody gets your freebie, but they still see the social media, they might not be reading your emails, but they are seeing you on social media. They are seeing you show up and giving that value. So they keep you in their email ecosystem because they think, you know what, one day I want to be a part of her life. I want to be in her world. I want to be, you know, whatever she's dishing out. I want some of that cake, please. So there is this, um, I don't know, this really funny space I find with email marketing that there are so many people that I do follow on social media personally that I don't read the emails when they come through, but I like to know the emails are there because if I see on social media, they are selling something, they are creating a course, they are providing me with value with a free, you know, I don't know, a freebie of whatever, a lead magnet, I should say, then I might kind of go, oh, I'm interested in that. I'll actually look through the emails because there might be a link here. There might be some more information here. So you want to get people into that ecosystem. Now, ultimately, obviously, um, you want people to read your email, click your links and really kind of get into your system. But I also think that let's be really real here in terms of the amount of people that are sitting down and consuming your knowledge. Like we are all so 
freaking busy that I don't believe we are all sitting down and totally consuming these emails. Now, I could be absolutely wrong here, and I'm happy to say if I am. I'm happy for you to call me out and be like, no, I read every single email that comes into my inbox. Every single subscription I subscribe to and lead magnet I get, I make sure I follow them up. And if you are that person, I love you for that. Now, if you do get my emails and you're like, you know what? I don't always read them, but I like to know she's there because when there's something on offer, I just like to know she's there so I don't forget her. That is also amazing. And I want to celebrate that to no end. If you are somebody that is like, you know what? I'm going to get the lead magnet then I'm going to unsubscribe because I'm done with that person. That is also okay because as somebody in business, if that's all you want and you don't want a further relationship, I'm, I'm okay with that. Because what what's the point of sticking around if there's nothing else that there's no further relationship to build? And so when it comes to email marketing, when it comes to this question, so I need to start an email list. Do I need to start an email list? I'm going to say absolutely. Because you, you, you own, and I'm quotation marking this, you own those email addresses. Like somebody has said, wow, this is valuable. I'm going to give you my most valuable internet asset, <laughs> my email address for whatever freebie you have. So then there is this moment where what I really want to talk about is the importance of your lead magnet and the importance of it being something of value and not something of bullshit that just gets people onto your email list. Because you want people on your email list that are going to soak you up and they might not soak you up in every single email. They may only soak you up in your social media, your TikToks, your YouTubes, your Instagram reels. And that is absolutely okay. And I feel like there is not enough people in this online space, online business saying to you, it's actually okay if people are on your email list and they don't really get involved in your email list in terms of opening every single one and consuming it and like just loving it up. But they just kind of have you there like, yeah, cool. It's a Monday. So-and-so's emailed me. This is amazing. Great. Oh, I'm going to now check her social media to see what she's talking about. Or they're checking your social media and they're going, oh, she's got an offer out. I've been waiting for something on offer for her. I've been waiting for this free ride. I've heard this on a podcast. Now I'm going to go and click on this. And then all of a sudden they go into your email ecosystem. So for me, there is this fine line between allowing that space and allowing the fact that you don't own social media, they could cut that off at any moment. So yes, having an email list is an incredibly important asset for you and your business. And what you then do with that email list is ensure that you are adding value to people's lives. And so how do you get people onto that email list? And look, this is going to be a short little uh, Monday munchies because I think where I'm starting to go over the next few weeks is to kind of give you a little bit of insight into how you actually do this, how you go from social media where people might follow you, like you, like the videos, like the reels to then, oh, I I want a piece of this cake. I'm going to click on here. I'm going to get that free downloadable because there needs to be a point where somebody is in your ecosystem. They're starting to know, like, and trust you. Well, they haven't trusted you, I don't think, until they've clicked that email free lead magnet because that that's a quite a big leap for people. So the knowing you and liking you is kind of following on social media, watching your stories, um, watching you on TikTok, adding comments and things like that. Like they're prepared to put themselves out there to say, oh, I liked that or great reel or share this or save that. Okay. So then when it comes to creating a lead magnet, for me, it needs to be about meeting your audience where they're at to finding something that they need in that moment to go from, oh, this is really cool to, oh, oh, I need that. I need that. And so for me, the first part 
of this, I mean, the very first part is deciding what platform you can use, but actually, I don't know. I'm going to rearrange this in terms of the first part for you as somebody building a business online is to truly understand your audience. Because here's the thing. If you are like, hey, I need to build my email list. Cool. I am going to create something free. I'm going to create this because I'd like to create this. I think that this free PDF is going to be amazing because I really want to talk to my clients about X, Y, and Z. But your potential client is looking for A, B, and C. They're not ready for X, Y, and Z. So if you decide that you personally want to create something that you want to talk about, that you want to share, that's great. You know, kudos to you. But what I'm asking you today to get into email marketing, to start this ball rolling is to stop for a second and think to yourself, my ideal client, who are they? And usually nine times out of 10, it is you like three to five years ago. It is you stuck in this hamster wheel of what to do next or, you know, this this problem phase, I like to think about it, is is that person. And, and what I've found with a lot of my clients is I've said to them, okay, so who's your ideal client? And they start kind of describing someone. And they get into this zone of nearly overthinking it and trying to pretend it wasn't them. And often I'll say to them, okay, so, you know, is that person you're describing you, Does it feel like someone like you? And they kind of go, oh, well, yeah, but I'm like, it's okay if it's you, because if it's you, you know where you are at. You know what it took to get where you are now. You know what drives you, what your passions are. So it's actually okay if the person that you are talking to is you three to five years ago, because then you can truly articulate what problems you were going through. And this is then where you go, okay. So the X, Y, and Z that I personally want to create is fun, is great. But where was I three to five years ago when I needed A, B, and C? So it needs to go back to that problem. Meet people where they are at and don't overcomplicate it. Because usually when it comes to creating a lead magnet, we don't want to overcomplicate things. Because if we do, like you might create the most delicious fantastic lead magnet that's full of value and somebody thinks oh that sounds great so they go and download it and then they open it and they're like whoa this is too much this is just this is overwhelming I don't know where to start I haven't implemented that and if I don't do that then I need to do that then I haven't done that and then all of a sudden what happens they just stop there right that they don't go any further because they start to think oh my gosh I I can't even do this so I'm never going to get this right So if you create a lead magnet that is literally going to solve the problem of where your person, ideally potentially you, was at three to five years ago, then you're going to get people that are going to download that lead magnet and go, oh, wow, this is so helpful. Yes. Okay. And it might be something that people might download it and be like, oh, okay. You know, I kind of knew that, but they also then implement it because sometimes we know what we need to do. Like, like so many people know that they need to create an email list, but kind of go, I don't know where to start. What do I do? What do do I do next? What's what's actually the first thing that I need to do? Hang on, who am I talking to? And all of a sudden you can see this spiral of this is a lot of work. This is over. You know what? I'm just going to go back to creating social media. I'm just going to go back to what I know. I'm just going to go back to what's a little bit more fun. What's getting me likes and follows and things like that. Opposed to, okay, 
let's slow it down and think about what I can create that is going to get people onto an email list that when I then start talking to them further every week, every fortnight, hell, every month on a regular basis, they are going to start to kind of really trust me and think, wow, this person is adding a lot of value to my life, a lot of value to my business, a lot of value to the way I do things, you know, a lot of value to me personally that, you know, maybe they're not getting on social media. So it's that, it's that next depth of, of communicating and sharing your message and building that trust with people. So the first kind of question that I suppose I want to leave you with, because I don't want to overcomplicate this by any means, what I would like you to do is get a fresh piece of paper or a new page in your notes app or stop whatever you're doing and pause this and come back to it later. But the question that I really want to ask you is firstly, one that you may have heard a million times. You may have never heard it. And either way, I want you to take this question with the idea that you have never heard it before. And I'm going to ask you, who is your ideal client? Now, even myself, who has a million and one customer avatars, well, not really, but I have one or two clear customer avatars, people that I, women that I'm speaking to when I'm doing my marketing, I have them in mind and I know them and I understand. However, if I go into this, okay, wipe that clear, who is my ideal customer? I can tell you that they have evolved and changed and I would rewrite that same script today a little bit differently than I did last week or last month. Not completely rewrite it and change it all, but I know that if I allowed myself to kind of wipe the slate clean and allow you know, the question to brush over me, that is, who is my ideal customer? And when I ask that question, what I really want to ensure that you allow yourself to think is one, who is your ideal customer, but also who do you want to work with? Because too often we think, who is my ideal customer? Who who should I be working with? Who is that person that I should be working with? Rather than who do I want to work with? You know, do I want to work with the type of person that is a, you know, for example, a stay-at-home mum that does not want to go back to her nine-to-five job, that wants to move from a side hustle into a full-time business and, um, you know, run an empire in three to five years? Is that who your ideal customer is? Or is it somebody that is, you know, a mum, but she really wants to go back to her nine-to-five, but still dabble in a, a hobby, and, you know, have a part-time something that gives her extra value, you know, her passion or so it, it's asking yourself the question of who is your ideal customer? Like, where are they now? What do they need from me in order to get to the next step? Where can I meet them? At what phase are they at? What problem are they facing and how do I get them past that to a solution? So that is really the only question, because if you can answer that question in terms of understanding, okay, who is that ideal customer? Then maybe next week I'm going to walk you. No, not maybe I will. God damn it. I am going to then take you into, okay, if you understand who your ideal customer is and I don't, you know, I'm of two minds. I think it's really important to understand, you know, give them a name understand who they are, what they like to do. Are they married? Do they have kids? Um, are they single? Do they, you know, like to go away? Do they like to travel? Do they like to you know, those things I think are really important to understand about that ideal customer because it helps you craft your message. But what I would invite you to do even more is to just stop and think, okay. And, and it's certainly if the ideal customer is you three to five years ago, is just to kind of think, 
How were they feeling? Like emotionally, where were they at? And what did I or the, my ideal customer need? What do they need to make them feel better? What do they need to cut the overwhelm? What do they need to get to the next step? And where are they now? So it's not it's not where do they want to be in five years. It's where are they right now? And if you can answer that in a way that, um, you know, there is no right and wrong, but in a way that you think to yourself, oh, yeah, I, I, I do understand them. And you know what? Now I think I know what, what they might need. Now, now then go to... Instead of thinking, okay, I'm going to create a PDF that is going to answer this question, then start to think, okay, where are they now? They are in this particular problem. What do they need to get to the next step? Not the final step, the next step. And then start to think about that next week we will go through the next step in terms of creating and getting ready for that lead magnet. So, because that is then going to be like, let's take this down a notch in terms of, not being so overwhelming. Like if you can understand your ideal customer, the problems that they're having, where they are right now, and their next step, that is where you want to start thinking about your lead magnet. How can you help them get to the next step? How can you help them make the next move? Because if you can help them make the next move and solve a problem that is right there in front of them, that they cannot get around, that they're looking left, right, and they don't know what to do. And then all of a sudden you come up and you're like, hey, is this your problem? try this. And then they're like, Oh, great. They put in their email address. They get your lead magnet, whatever it is, PDF, video, audio file, whatever. They get that and they consume that and they go, wow, that was really helpful. I did three things. I ticked that off my list. I'm now at the next step. Then that means that when you then decide to send your next email and it might be weekly, fortnightly, monthly, whatever you decide you can handle, as long as it's consistent, I think that's the most important thing, then they will start to consume your information. They will start to consume more information on on Instagram or TikTok or wherever you show up online. But then they will also, when you turn up in their inbox, they will kind of have an emotional tie to your information. Like they'll see your name pop up and they'll be like, oh, instead of, oh God, I'm going to unsubscribe. They'll be like, oh, they might not read it right there and then, but they might think, oh, okay, that's super helpful. I'm, I'm going to leave that for later. or I'm going to mark that to read later. Or they may read it, click on a couple of links, get some information or save it or whatever it might be. But you've, because you've, you've given them that one hit, that one win with your lead magnet, that is built trust enough for them to say, you know what, you can stick around in my inbox. So the question that I was asked was, do I need to create an email list? And my answer is absolutely yes. But understand that there are, the way that different people will consume the email list and the fact that what you are trying to achieve with an email list is providing value. When you provide that value and you meet people where they're at and you give them the next step, then they are likely to want to be around your information more. They are likely wanting to consume your, your Instagram, your TikToks more. They are, they are wanting to understand what your product or service might be so that when you do actually pop up one day and go, Hey, this was your problem. These are the steps that I've kind of shown you get to the next level. Hey, I've got a course or I've got this product or this service. And you start to actually sell it instead of people being like, God, you've, you've not really shown up for a while. And now you're trying to sell me something. They'll be like, Oh, okay. That might be for me. I'm going to, you know, star that or unread or whatever you do to come back to emails. Or they might think, you know what? I am so ready for this buy. So it's all about just nurturing 
the relationship that you build with people and understanding that the privilege of having somebody's email address is a really big one. And so when you write those emails and when you show up on social media, be authentic. Imagine you are talking to that one person with that problem and going, hey, you know, I know where you're at. This is where I was. This is what I did. This is how I got past it. Try this, this, and this. Maybe give a couple of value, give a couple of tips and tools, send them towards your reels or your, or your TikToks for more information. But the idea around building that email list is really creating and not an atmosphere, um, a tribe of people that they may not always click on them, but they enjoy you being around. Like they haven't unsubscribed, so they're happy to hear from you or they're happy to see you turn up in their email ecosystem and think, yeah, cool, I might go and check out social media or I might read this email. So my long answer, I think that was (laughs) to um, do I need an email list is yes. But my short answer is going to be stick around. Please follow along on the TikToks, on the Instagram at Kristen Werner Coach, because I will be sharing more things. And if you are in my ecosystem of emails, well, it's your lucky day because I'm doing a little something fun and fancy with my email list where I'm dropping a little audio file to actually help you build a lead magnet and understand the importance of the lead magnet. So there will be tips and tools within the emails that you will be able to use if you're on my email list. So go to the show notes below, grab your freebies, which I'm hoping are super helpful. And then you'll be able to download one and be like, ah, I see how helpful this can be. But for right now, that is my Monday munchies where I'm going to leave you with that little thought pattern of email marketing and the importance of it to your business. And then stick around because we're going to go through the process of actually creating uh, a lead magnet that is super downloadable and really easy to actually create and really targeting your ideal customer and what they need from you and what you can provide provide what you can actually provide to them. So until next week, have a lovely week and I cannot wait to catch up with you soon. Okay. Bye for now.